What's up, everybody? Welcome to a new episode of Cookies and Beer. What's up? What's going on? What's going on? What is going on? Happy week 102. Coronavirus! Although I think we've moved fully into war mode, so I think I think COVID's over, guys. I think. I think that's the move. You got homeboy over there in the fucking Ukraine. We're going to live on. We're going to survive. Today, we celebrate our Independence Day. That's fucking Zelensky right now, dude. Bill Pullman. Bill Paxton. I do this every time. Who is it? Which one is it? We've Googled this seven times. Bill Pullman. It is Bill Pullman. Who's Bill Paxton? He was in Twister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've done this before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, How's everybody doing? How many Girl Scout boxes of Girl Scout cookies have you gotten? I've gotten six. I've eaten six so far. Um, I'm not proud of it, but it happens. Uh, happens to the best of us. I had six boxes of Girl Scout cookies in two days. I know I shouldn't be bragging, <laughs> but there, I just can't do it, dude. I'm, 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 I think I'm at the point now where I'll do one. You know, I'll get one box, and then if they ask, if I'm at the grocery store, and they're like, you want to buy Girl Scout cookies? I think what I'll do is I'll just give them a five. I'll just be like, I don't want the cookies. Give it to somebody else. If you see a homeless guy, this one's on me. You just throw the box at him. Here you go. This one's on This one's on Andrew. Who the fuck is Andrew? I don't know. Enjoy your fucking shortbreads. Stop asking all these questions. Every time they get you, dude. Every time. Would you like to buy some Girl Scout cookies? Like, what are you going to do? No. Because I'm like, you're goddamn right I'm going to buy them. But hey, Andrew, they're tiny humans. You can't just say that to them. So you just go, yeah, I'll get you on the way out. <laughs> or whatever. And you scan the, you scan the uh, table. You're like, let's see what these fuckers got. You see the green box? Dope. They got Thin Mints. The blue box? Dope. They got shortbreads. Don't see the purple box, which are my favorite. Those are the Samoas. They're not called Samoas anymore, though. They're called like purple coconut twats or something. They wouldn't put that on Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> That'd be very inappropriate. Bad marketing. What are those called? Samoa Girl Scout cookies. They're called like flirty flurbs or some shit. Let's look. Caramel Delights. No, they're not. They're called Samoas. God damn it. Why is it a regional thing? Like the East Coast are like, like they got the Samoas? Let's see. Let's figure this out. Let's get to the bottom of this. Caramel Delights versus Samoas. Samoas are more flavorful of the two. Using a dark chocolate coating and a heavy caramel layer along with more toasted coconut. While Samoas... Put most of the emphasis on the toppings. What? Caramel Delights use them as a complement for the cookie. They include a milkier chocolate than Samoa's and a light vanilla flavor. 
Interesting. So what you're saying is I've been getting fucked for years. I'm like, do you guys have Samoas? No, we have Cornwall Delights. What's the difference? They're the same. I'm, I'm not going to sit there and question a fucking eight-year-old. I'm buying cookies, for Christ's sake. All of a sudden, you turn into goddamn... I can't think of a lawyer. That's how stupid I am. Even for a joke. I can't, I can't even think of a lawyer. I was trying to think of the old... Who's the old dude? Not the old dude. They had an HBO show about him. It was like an old TV show. HBO detective show. What was that fucking show called? Not True Detective. Wasn't it called like... Oh, fuck. I'm figuring this out. I'm going to put a pin in this story because now I have to figure it out. It's a really good show. I mean, I thought it was. I think they're doing season two. HBO. Or I guess he's not detective. He's lawyer. I'm a lawyer. Perry Mason. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now the joke is ruined. But yeah, I'm not going to go all Perry Mason on a bunch of Girl Scouts. I'm like, just because I'm getting fucked because they're giving me car caramel delights, which are different than Samoa's. And I also feel, I feel like this, this might be a hot take, but I feel like, because you know how like the moms always come with the kids or whatever, and they're just like, hey, whatever. Is there, why is there always one mom who's like trying to show up way too hard? She has like the tight shirt on, her breastuses are all popping out. She's like, hey, you want to buy cookies? And I'm like, well, Jesus. And I, I don't know how to feel right now. Do your thing. I don't fucking care. I'm just saying it's a little weird when I'm trying to get some shortbreads and your mom's dressed in a fucking summer dress and heels in the middle of March. But you know what? She's a fucking team player. And I, I mad, mad respect. <laughs> do you. Do what you got to do to sling them cookies. I don't give a shit. Yeah, do shortbreads. I got two boxes of shortbreads because they didn't have thin mints. They had the caramel delights. I didn't want to do it. Now I'm never doing it. This has completely thrown me off. I'm onto it. I'm onto this, you know, opera, this, this psyop that the Girl Scouts are trying to do right now. They're like, oh, no, we'll just tell them it's caramel delights. But they're actually just, you know, they're, we'll tell them that, that they're the exact same thing as Samoa's. They're stupid. We're kids, so they're not going to question it. They're just going to keep giving us $5 per box, which I do every year. I was like, you know what? Two shortbreads, calling it a day. Bam, I throw a 10 at them. You get that, you get some vanilla bean ice cream. Because let's be real, there's, there, you, there's only vanilla bean. When it comes to vanilla, what are you going to do? Fucking, fu fucking French vanilla? Get out of here with your French vanilla. You crumble up some shortbreads, you get some vanilla bean ice cream, you crush up the cookies like you're at, you know, Cold Stone. Someone throws you a 10, you sing a song, and then you enjoy your diabetes. Take a good look at your feet, because you're only keeping one. That's, that's, that's your, that's how good this is, dude. That's how good they are. You know what I actually had to do? Because I'm so, I have no self-control when it comes to food. I've learned that about myself. I have no self-control when it comes to food, and I don't know why. It's just, I fucking love eating. Eating's the best. Eating's gotta be one of the best things, right? Eating and sex, and probably like the, the, the feeling you get when you realize you're rich or whatever. I feel like that's all three of those. 
But yeah, dude, you get the fucking shortbreads, you get the vanilla bean ice cream, crush it up, throw on some Perry Mason, and away you go. Dude, I got, I got this photo. I might put it on my Instagram. That way you guys can see it tomorrow when you're, when you're, when you're listening to this. My friend sent me a picture of my, uh, my cousin and I, my cousin Colin, and it's a picture of him and I at the table when we were super young. You're probably like 10, 9, something like that. And I'm holding a picture, or I'm holding a picture. I'm holding like a, uh, like a purple like gift thing. I don't know. I don't know what it is. But I'm smiling, and I zoomed in because something caught my eye. Bro, my teeth were fucking wrecked. I, don't, I didn't even realize that my teeth were that bad. As a young kid, I mean, bro, they were growing out of my upper lip. They had their own fucking area codes. They were just going their own direction. No wonder I had braces. I didn't realize that they were that wild. It was just out here fucking looking like the hills have eyes. Like I'm just some, you know, <laughs> some fucking hill person. Bro, I was laughing so hard. <laughs> fucking righteous gemstones. When Judy calls Tiffany a hill person, that shit might go down as one of the best quotes off of that show, for sure. Fucking hill person. How degrading is a hill person? <laughs> that's, a, that's almost like if you call somebody an idiot, you're like, oh, God. Like, I'd rather have you just call me like a, like a motherfucker or a dumbass or something like that. But calling someone an idiot or calling them st- or saying that they're stupid, like, hey, stupid. You're like, oh, Jesus, that hurts worse. I'd rather have you just call me something way worse that doesn't sting as bad. But saying you're stupid or calling somebody an idiot, that might, that might, that might be one of the worst things. That's definitely in the, in the, in the top five for sure. Hey, stupid. Especially if you really mean it and they feel that, they feel that pee, that stupid, that right at the end. They're like, ooh, that shit hit me in the chest. But yeah, dude, that shit was all fucked up. Anytime, I think what I should, what I should do, because we all realized that I hadn't gone to the uh, the dentist in 10 years or nine years or whatever it was. What I should do is print this picture out, put it on my bathroom mirror. And anytime I don't want to brush my teeth or I'm like too drunk to go do it or whatever, that, that, that fucking grill is just staring at me and judging me as it should. And I'm just sitting there. I'm like, fuck, I'll, I'll just brush 14 times a day. I'll just bring, I'll just bring toothpaste with me everywhere I get in my pockets Phone, wallet, keys, toothpaste, toothbrush, iPhone. Here we go. Let's fucking, let's do it. Replace the mask with some fucking toothpaste. We've been behind the mask. I'm sure, I wonder how many people just gave up on brushing their teeth when the mask thing happened. They were like, oof, I haven't brushed my teeth in 14 days. I'm got to fucking have to wear this mask. They're just, they just keep it on. They're like, I can deal with it because they're just breathing in their own stank. You know what I mean? They're just breathing in their own stank, and they're just like, aha, you have no idea. I'm fucking shaving seconds off my day. What are you doing with your life? As if that's the way to be efficient. Like, that's one of the things you should cut out of your life. Not not, not just sitting on the couch and watching Perry Mason. You're using Perry Mason again? You've used it four times. I know. Just keep going with it. Yeah, dude, fucking teeth were wrecked. So I'm very, very lucky that I have escaped the peril that is that could have been. Bro, I'm drinking wine right now. I don't know if I'm just getting more like, I, f- I feel like my blood's on fire. I feel like I don't know. I never drink wine. I think wine might be the move, right? 
wine's got like it's got to be the move because it's it's it, it's got grapes right which it's so fermented that it's basically you they're probably there probably isn't even grapes at this point there's probably so much other shit that's in this but the um i had a point to this and then i went off about grapes god damn it god damn it Oh yeah, you feel like you feel like you're being healthy because you're drinking like red wine. You're like, oh hey, it's cool. It, it, I feel like red wine is like the diet coke. It's the diet coke of alcohol. It'll it's gonna it may not have the sugar. It may not be you know full of carbs or whatever, but it's gonna kill you with something else. Like all of a sudden, we're gonna find that stevia gives you like heart heart cancer or something. Can you cancer on your heart or do you just have heart attacks? I'm just gonna keep going with it. Like oh, I'm drinking red wine. I'm being healthy. Why you slam down like a fucking 18-ounce steak and two baked potatoes. As if that's going to do anything. That's the equivalent of going to In-N-Out and be like, can I have four double-doubles, animal-style fries, and a large Diet Coke? That's the same. That's the same. I'm, well, I'm saving my calories from the soda, and I'm dumping it into trans fat and fucking Christian tears or fucking whatever they have over there. Dude, In-N-Out might be... I had In-N-Out two nights ago, and I was like, all right, I feel like In-N-Out is one of those restaurants where you're just waiting to be let down, but it doesn't happen. You know what I mean? It's like a tool record. You're like, all right, they've been doing this for a while. One of these has to suck, and then it doesn't suck, and you're like, fuck, these guys just keep doing it. They just keep doing it every they just keep going for decades and decades and decades, and they don't get, they don't get any worse. They're consistent as fuck. I don't think I've had a bad a bad burger from In-N-Out. Meaning, I've never had a burger where I went like, uh, it's okay from In-N-Out. Every time I bite that first bite into my In-N-Out, double-double animal style, no tomato. Tomato. No tomato is, fuck, that's a good burger. Now, I know it's not... I know you're saying, oh, what about Five Guys? What about Floopity Floop? What about Whataburger? What about uh, Come in the Jeans? Come in the Jeans? Why would that be a burger joint? That would be, again, bad marketing. That's worse than the Girl Scouts. <laughs> Welcome to Come in the Jeans. I'm Andrew. How can I help you today? Oh, I'll have a uh, large uh, jizz burger and, uh, yeah, with fries. And... <laughs> Oh my god. Too funny. Anyways, my teeth were fucked. Moving on. I wanted to do something that was a little different, I think. And I wanted to do a top ten. I wanted to do a top ten top ten games of all time. I've talked about some video games in the past. Grew up playing video games like a lot of us have. It's uh quietly one of the things that I don't really talk about except on a podcast that's on the internet that's accessible to whoever the fuck wants to listen to it. So I guess it's out there. But I've always, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I feel like playing video games. As of like a few years ago, I feel like now it's like cool to play video games. Where when I when we all would actually go through it, they're like, "Do you play video games?" And you're like, "No, nah, man, no, nah, I fucking hate video games." And then you go home and play, you know, fucking Donkey Kong for twelve hours because you're just you, you feel you feel ashamed or whatever. And it is because we should all be outside getting laid and doing whatever, contributing to you know society. That was weird. I had to hiccup and sneeze at the same time, and I thought I was gonna have a stroke right after. So if you heard that weird little noise, it sounded like a fox getting stabbed or whatever that was. Uh, that's what that was. So I'm doing top ten games of all time. 
This is more of a uh, games that left a impact on me. Most of them are from my childhood. It's not necessarily like based on storyline and shit like that. I just mean as far as the top 10 games for me that have the most impact, most impactful, impactful, impressionable. That's the word. Impressionable games of all time. No particular order. Starting off, Mario 64 came out in 1996. Um, this game I would play with my cousins. Um, we both got Nintendo 64s right around the same time. We would play this and like Star Fox and Shadows of the Empire, which was a Star Wars game where you played where you killed bounty hunters and shit. Um, great game. Um, not, let's see, 96, I would have been like seven, eight. So that puts you what, like fifth grade, something like that. That sounds about right. Uh, great game. I actually played a few years ago. I have like an emulator or whatever the fuck on my, on my computer. And I actually was high one day and I was like, let's play Mario 64. Let's figure out how to do it. And I've been fucking with that. Next one is Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. That one came out a couple years after Mario, which was 98. Um, also on Nintendo 64. Another game that I just could not let down. Uh, put down, rather. Yeah, couldn't put down. That's the one. Uh, I'd come home from school. Uh, this would be, what, 7th grade? 6th, 7th grade. Come home, do homework, and then just go straight and see if I could get into... What was it, the Fire Temple or the Water Temple? That game was wild. For being in 98, I feel like it was a little um, ahead of its time in just at how much you could do in that game. And considering, like, I feel like Nintendo 64 kind of maybe, I don't know. I don't want to say it was slept on by any means. But I feel like Nintendo 64 was really that, like, switch from going from like original PlayStation overhead view, very, you know, not really like a third party, a third party, third person type view. I feel like that didn't really happen until the 64 and the PS2 came out and they got Dreamcast and all that. But anyways, Ocarina of Time was wild. Moving on to the next one, it was Contra. This came out in 87. Um, I never had Contra, but my cousins and my um, uncle did. So I'd play it with them. We'd go out to Havasu. Um, the summers and uh, roast like fucking pigs and it was awesome so the next one is going to be destiny 2 this one came out in 2017 i still play this one actually this is probably the only one on this list that i still play let me look yes uh they just had an expansion that just came out which is pretty good called the witch queen uh probably their best expansion by far um i'm pretty much all the way through it but it's very very good great game um from bungie moving on to the next one is going to be the first metal gear solid this one came out in 98 um, this reminds me of playing this with my cousin colin uh we'd play this um pretty much every weekend i would go over there he had to play he always had a playstation i had like the the nintendo's um, until 64, no, I had GameCube, and then after GameCube, I finally switched and got PS2, and then I've been PlayStation ever since, except for a little bit in there where I was Xbox until I went through uh, two Xbox 360s and made the switch back, but great game, um, I remember being, this came out in 98, so I was like 9, 8, 9 when this came out, um, no, yeah, 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 I was like 9 or 10 actually, and I remember the Psychomantis fight. So for those of that you got for those of you that don't know what I'm talking about, there was a boss in the game called Psychomantis. Basically, he would like fuck with your mind. 
and like play put all this weird shit on the screen to like freak you out and distract you and whatever. And you kind of see him like throughout the beginning part to the game and then he goes away and then eventually you end up fighting him in like a library and he like throws books at you and shit. It doesn't matter. It's super geeky. I understand. But basically that there would be a point in the fight where you're, you couldn't control your character. You couldn't control Solid Snake at all. And then you had to find out that you had to actually pull the controller out of the slot and put it into the, the player two port for it to work. Otherwise, he would just kill you because you, you couldn't control your guy. So that was pretty cool. I remember being up late to watch that. I was like nine. We were nine, something like that. And um, it was freaky as fuck. We played it with the lights off. Like, it was super tight. So anyways, have good memories with Metal Gear Solid. Moving on to the next one is going to be The Last of Us Part 1. This came out in 2013. I remember playing this when I lived um, in a uh, in my parents' or my yeah in my parents' condo um, in central California. And I remember playing this game in the living room with all my cousins there. The very last scene where you end up breaking into the operating room, you steal Ellie off the operating table and then you run down the hallway towards the elevator to escape while people are shooting at you. And there's like this crazy, like anthemic music playing and it's super dope. And it's one of the best probably endings of any game. I would say probably at least top three, um, up there with Halo for sure. Um, so yeah, that was that one. The next one is going to be Resident Evil 4. This came out in 2005. I had this one on GameCube. Similar story. My cousin Colin and I would switch off on this one uh, playing. It was a very, uh, for the time, a very freaky game, but very impactful for sure. Moving on to the next one. It's going to be Gold... Uh, it well, actually it is Goldeneye. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna. Say, I I fucking Grand Theft Auto Vice City, but that's next. We'll talk about that. Don't get ahead. Goldeneye came out in '97. I got this game for my birthday. My I guess it would have been my eighth birthday. Um, no, it would have been yeah, my eighth birthday. Yes, my aunt and uncle got me this. Um, my birthday is on Halloween. So they got me a pumpkin, hollowed it out, and then put the GoldenEye game box or whatever inside of the pumpkin. So they just gave me a pumpkin, I opened it, and still to this day, one of the best gifts I think I've ever had in my entire life. Um, I gotta get better at gift giving, dude. I'm fucking terrible. I'm like, here's a gift card, no card. I'm like, you don't care. <laughs> like, I just assume that because I don't give a shit about cards that they're like that other people don't. I'm like, I just look fucking Ninja Star, a $25 Target gift card. At their face. Oh, man. Uh, moving on to the next one. It is Grand Theft Auto. Vice City. This one came out in 2002. This one, I feel like, was really when GTA popped the fuck off. I mean, there's an argument that you could say GTA 3, um, which probably came out a few years before this, 99 maybe. But Vice City, for me... I've always been kind of obsessed with like the Scarface Miami drugs kind of scene era. I've always thought that was interesting for some reason, like the movie Blow with Johnny Depp, like shit like that. And this one is in Vice City, which is basically like a Miami. They just can't say Miami because they'll get sued, but they call it Vice City. It's very much, you know, <clears throat> the storyline is very kind of like a Scarface type thing. The ending, I won't give it away, even though the game's 20 years old. But it's very, uh, it's very good. And then finally, uh, from the number 10 
games that are the most impactful. I did the original Halo. Um, you could easily say that it's amazing just off of the theme song, probably the best theme song ever. Um, but this came out in 2001. I think I was 11 or 12 when this came out. Um, yeah, very, very good. So that is my my top 10 list in no particular order as far as most impactful video games of all time for me. Let's jump into some dicks of the past. We'll talk some sports. Big, a lot of UFC shit going on. Got an update on the lockout for baseball because when you want baseball news, you come to this podcast. <laughs> so... Let's jump into dicks of the past, and then we'll jump into sports, and then you can all fuck off. All right, here we go. Time machine function three, two, one. This is dicks of the past. Okie dokie, artichoke, March 4th, 1984. People were in the U.S. were listening to Jump by Van Halen. Great song. Already off to a great start. I'm all about it. 99 Red Balloons also came out in 84. Two for two. Splash by Ron Howard. I haven't seen it. I feel like Ron Howard. I feel like I should have seen this. Let's look into it. I feel like this might be a miss on my part, but I don't. 84, like, Tom Hanks, Daryl Hannah. Yeah, I feel like I, Eugene Levy, John Candy. Whoa, 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 whoa. How have I not seen this? Have I really not seen this movie? A young man is reunited with a mermaid, saved from a drowning as a boy, he falls in love. I think I've seen this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just didn't know that that was the name. Splash? Wow, yikes. I have seen this movie. Not in a while, though. I need, I need to watch this again. Dude, Tom Hanks is fucking the dope actor, huh? Big? The Burbs? You kidding me? Dude, how many movies has Tom Hanks done? Let's look it up. I'm going to guess. I'm going to say 180, all right? That's probably, like, way off. But I'm going to go 180. We're going to go to Wikipedia, because when we want the truth, that's where we go. We go to Wikipedia. Always truthful. I'm on his Wikipedia page and there's not even a fucking a tab for his filmography because oh here we go full list. Okay, I'm not counting all these. So, where can Oh, I think IMDb tells you. imdb.com. I've been typing fast lately and accurate. Must be the fucking zinc. Oh no. Where's the red wine? Tom Hanks. As I just type in Tom Hansk. <laughs> As if Tom Hansk. He's fucking Polish. <laughs> Google fucking go. You're burning time here. Uh-oh, I think my computer just may have just shit its pants. My computer just shit its pants. It shit its pants. It shit its pants. That's like a Western song, a fucking country song. It's a metaphor for, like, he just killed his wife. I should Birds. I killed my wife. I shit my pants and I killed my wife because I shit my pants. <laughs> and then I killed my wife. Then I shit my pants and I killed my wife. Actor, 80, 94 movies. Jesus. I wasn't like super off. I was off by 60, 56. 
I mean, let's just go through some of these, especially his early work. Like, all right, Big, The Burbs, Turner and Hooch, League of Their Own, Sleepless in Seattle, Philadelphia, Forrest Gump, Apollo 13. Now we're jumping to Toy Story, Saving Private Ryan, You've Got Mail, haven't seen it, Toy Story 2, The Green Mile, Castaway, Road to Perdition, Catch Me If You Can. I mean, none of these movies are bad. I haven't seen You've Got Mail. I'm not a big fan of Meg Ryan. I don't know if it's the hair or what. Uh, but I'm sure it's good. Just based off of all all of these movies that I've just read off are good. Universally, they're good. They're not the best, but they're good. The Terminal. I don't think I saw that. That's what the air, airplane one, right? He plays like a... Is he voice an airplane? No, that's not it. An Eastern European tourist unexpectedly finds himself stranded in a JFK airport and must take up temporary residence there. Hmm. Anyways, that may have been where it turned. But like, dude, Polar Express. Da Vinci Code. Okay. Angels and Demons. Okay. Toy Story 3. You're kind of just redoing it. I get it, though. No shade. Cloud Atlas. Didn't even understand it. Toy Story again. We get it. We get it, man. The Circle. Yeah, see, after the, I think after the Terminal... Well, I haven't seen the Terminal, so I can't speak on that. But objectively, from 1984 all the way to 2002, bangers. That's insane. That's fucking 20 years of just... Like, Metallica, the Black Album. Metallica, the Black Album. Metallica, the Black Album. Like, every fucking... How many movies did he do a year? Dude, in 98, he did three movies. You've Got Mail, Saving Private Ryan, and then he did some miniseries, From the Earth to the Moon. Still working, though. 93, Sleepless in Seattle and Philadelphia? The fuck out of here. That's crazy. Anyways, I gotta watch this movie again. It's been a minute. If you like video games, you're probably playing Frogger 2, 3 Deep, exclamation point. 3 Deep. Sounds a little... Sounds a little sexual. Uh, Frogger was always... I think that's where... Maybe where our... Maybe where anxiety was created, I think. Because you didn't really hear about anxiety until like the late 90s. Really like the mid-2000s, and then now everyone's got it. Because I, th I think games like this, among other things, like let's be real. I mean, I drank fucking 10 quarts of Coke every day. I don't even know if that's a lot. I'm sure that's a lot. I used to have like a fucking liter of cola every day, which is why my teeth looked like a bear trap. But you know what? 32, didn't go to the dentist for nine years, no cavities, a little deep cleaning, which actually hurt like the like a motherfucker, by the way. But you know what? We're good. Every six months, I learned my mistake. Maybe I will fucking will print that picture out and just post it. Just put it on, on my TV every day. So when I wake up, I just, ah, brush your teeth. Like, I don't know. That one's okay. We got some pretty good things. We got Frogger. We got, we talked about Tom Hanks for fucking 30 minutes. 
Van Halen Jump, one of their best. Let's be real. I haven't seen Van Halen. I wish I would have seen them because when I was growing up, really like when I started to listen to them, it was probably like when I started playing guitar, probably so like 11, 12, something like that. And then I'd watch like the, you know, Eruption Solo and, you know, all the classics. But at the time, it was like 2000s, and people were like, oh, don't go see them. They're washed up, whatever. Kind of like what they did with Metallica. They're like, oh, it's 2010. Don't go see Metallica, or insert whatever year, post-late 90s. That's what, I feel like us Metallica fans are the biggest cunts. <laughs> like We're like, we tell people not to go see them because they're not how it was. But I've seen Metallica f- twice, post-2004. 15 probably no i saw him in 2011 the big four show in indio when was that big four show indio i think it was 2011 because i was still living in seattle and i moved or i flew back i moved in january and i think i flew back in april 2011 let's look this weekend festival when was this published april 25th 2011 Fucking, my mind is kicking ass, bro. It is doing its thing. So yeah, I saw them in 2011, and then I saw them like three, the first, second leg of the U.S. tour off of Death Magnetic. I saw them with Gojira and, fuck, who was that? Metallica, I wanted, oh, no, 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 I know who, I, I know who it is, Metallica, Gojira, it was fucking, oh, I want to say High on Fire, am I wrong, who was it, let's look, I don't know why I'm asking you, let's look, we're gonna fucking look this up, because I, this, this is, this is what helps, this is what makes me not sleep at night, uh, let's see here, Metallica 2010-2011, I saw them before though, Death Magnetic came out before, I like 2008, yeah, 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 oh no, it was The Sword, I think, yeah, The Sword opened, and then, oh no, I saw Machine Head, it was The Sword, Machine Head, no, it wasn't. It was high on it was high on fire. High on fire and then machine head and then Metallica. And then my cousin saw them in Nashville and he saw Gojira open, Lamb of God feature, or whatever you want to call it, and then Metallica headlining. Wild, wild, wild. This was 08 too. Fuck. Yeah, dude. And and then I saw them with the big four out in Coachella in front of like fucking 80,000 people or whatever it was. It wasn't that much. It was like 55, but it was a lot. And they played Orion for like one of the first times from beginning to end with Robert Trujillo. It was fucking dope, dude. We were just ripping Jack Daniels all night. It was great. It was a great time. Um, so anyway, that was all we got for Dicks of the Past. Moving on to sports. Nothing really going on with basketball. Um, Lakers are trying to chug along. They're trying to do their thing. Um, I still got faith in them. You know, you gotta have, you can't just be with your team when they're fucking doing good. You know what I mean? Anthony Davis is hurt again. This is not a rerun. I think he's out for like four to five weeks, which is a fucking bummer. But it'll be fine. It's fine. 
It's like that meme. It's fine. Everything's fine. It'll be okay. Uh, boxing. I know that Tyson Fury's fighting, but that's not till like middle of April, I think. So not really worth talking about right now, but it's going to be a great fight. Moving on to baseball. Uh, update on the lockout. I guess the first two seasons of the of the uh, regular season are off. They they couldn't get to a deal. I was actually reading up on this, and I think the players might be at fault for this. I don't know. I don't know. So, based off of what I know, it says the primary. This is coming from MLB.com. This came out two nights ago from the commission. Fucking Rob Manfred. You know what I mean. Primary goal of the Players Association has been to increase pay for younger players. I'm fully on board. As I have said previously, we agree and share that goal. We've offered to raise the minimum salary to $700,000, an increase from $150,000 from 2021. Pause. Yeah, that's that's that sounds good. I'll take I'll take 700k. I mean, I know after by the end of it, you're fucking taking home 380, and then you can't really buy a house with 380, especially if you're in LA. So you're still living with your parents. I understand, but I'm just saying 700k to play a sport is pretty fucking good. We keep we keep uh, we keep this rolling on. We offered to create an annual bonus pool of thirty dollar of thirty million for the best young players. In total, we are offering a 33% raise to nearly two-thirds of major league players and adding more than $100 million annually in additional compensation for younger players. I'm on board still. I'm fucking on board. So I don't know what is going on, but it sounds like um, also for the first time ever, we've agreed to incentivize to an incentive system to encourage clubs to promote top prospects to their opening day rosters. I'm still on board. We also proposed that the first and second place finishers in the rookie of the year voting in each league would receive a full year of service. Okay, I'm still on board. I don't I don't see the problem. The MLB Players Association asked to make free agency more robust. I'm down. For the first time ever, we have agreed to eliminate direct draft pick compensation, a change the MLBPA, or Players Association, has sought for decades. I'm on board. On the competitive balance tax, this gets in the tax shit. I'm not going to bore you with that. I'm sure that's like the important part, but that's not the most fun. Um, we've listened to our fans. Expanded playoffs would bring, or the expanded playoffs would bring the excitement of meaningful September baseball and postseason baseball to fans in more of our markets. While we preferred a 14 team format, when the format became a significant obstacle, we listened to the players' concerns and offered to compromise by accepting their 12 team format. Again, I don't know why we changed that last year. It was fucking stupid. Finally, We've offered a procedural agreement, keyword offered, that would allow for the timely implementation of sorely needed rules like the pitch timer and elimination of shifts to improve the entertainment value of the game on the field. And we also agreed, or no, and we agreed to the universal DH. I, I'm... I don't like universal DH. I think DH is stupid in general. Um, pitch timer, I guess for entertainment value, I guess. Um, getting rid of the shifts is kind of stupid. Um, 
Because who the fuck's going to go from the far right side of the bag all the way to the far left side of the bag with how fast you can hit a baseball? So I guess that means you would put center field up closer. Maybe that's what they would do. But I don't, I don't, I don't, I ha, I'd have to look into that a little bit more. I think shifts are great. Um, pitch timer, I think is also good because you can kind of mind fuck people while you're doing it. But if you don't watch baseball and you're just watching the World Series because your friend's like, hey, the fucking Dodgers are in it or whatever, then like it's not fun for you to watch. So I get getting, I getting the pitch timer, I guess I get. Um, so it says, what's next? The calendar dictates that we are not going to be able to play the first two series of regular season games, and those games are officially canceled. We are prepared to continue negotiations, period. We have been informed that the MLBA, MLBPA is headed back to New York, which means that there will be no agreement possible until at least Thursday, which is today uh, when I record, to yesterday when this comes out. Currently, Camps could not mean, could not meaningfully operate until at least March 8th, leaving only 23 days before scheduled opening day. It keeps going on. Uh, it's on the MLB website. Basically, it sounds, I don't know, dude. I don't, I obviously, I didn't read, I mean, I read that, but like, I don't feel like that's a lot. I feel like they raised it up from 150 to 700K. They listened to the stupid rule to revert back to a 12 team instead of a 14 team, which I agree. I agree with all of this. I don't know what the fuck. I don't know what the fuck. I don't know if there's something going on with, the, with like the club owners. I don't know if Rob Manfred is doing his thing and everyone's mad at him. I don't know. It seems, I don't know. It seems like based off of what I just read, it's a win-win for everybody, but I'm not a fucking lawyer or a businessman. You know, I just, Make my money and pay my bills and contemplate getting diabetes, paying bills, eating Girl Scout cookies. You know what I mean? Moving on to sp- uh, to sports. Moving on to UFC. You're like, fuck baseball. I don't even know that shit was still a thing. Moving on to UFC, something a little more exciting. Uh, quick little recap. Islam Makachev uh, beat Bobby Green last week in a first-round TKO. Um, looks like he might be getting a title shot between either Charles Oliveira or Justin Gaethje, depending on who wins that fight. Um, Rafael Dos Anjos uh, called him out because um, Fazeev Fiziev, Fiziev, uh, got COVID, so that fight is off, so they're trying to find... They were trying to find somebody to cover. I think they got... They got Renato Moicano, right? I think that's the thing. Renato Moicano. Yeah. Yeah, so he stepped in on short notice. So he's fighting Rafael dos Anjos on Saturday. Um, got the Edson Barbosa and the Bryce Mitchell fight. That's going to be a great fight, I think. We got the Alex Oliveira fight against Kevin Holland. That should be a fun fight. And then finally, we got the main event, Colby Covington and Jorge Masvidal. That's going to be a great fight. Just going to go quickly through my picks. I'm going to go Rafael Dos Anjos winning that one. I'm going to go. It's hard to go against Edson Barbosa, but I like Bryce Mitchell. I like the momentum. I like the fire. I like the fact that he, you know, fights out of a shed next to fucking tractors and shit. And that shit is dope. So I'm going Bryce Mitchell. I'm going Alex Oliveira. And then for the main event, I honestly don't care who wins. I think Colby's going to win, but if Jorge knocks him the fuck out, um, that would be wild too. 
I'm going with Colby though. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go with something weird. I feel like there's gonna be drama with this fight. I feel like there's gonna be. I feel like it's gonna be like Colby catches Jorge with like a wild punch or whatever. Not a wild punch, but he catches him, stumbles him, he closes in, he gets a couple shots off. And then they call it without Jorge even like attempting to defend himself. I don't know. Watch this happens. And it's a, I'm a fucking mind reader. But kind of like what happened with Jorge and Nate Diaz. Like we all wanted that fight to go five rounds and it got bloody and we were like, oh, fuck. Nate's opened up. And then, yep, they're going to call it. And they called it. And I was like, God damn it. We all wanted to see that go five rounds, bloody as fuck. Gangster versus gangster. Like it would have been fucking dope. But hopefully they end up running that back. Maybe Jorge wins and fights Nate Diaz. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck's going to happen. Um, so yeah, those are my picks. NFL, nothing's really happened. I guess word on the street, people are saying that like Mitchell Trubitsky is going to end up going to uh, the Colts, which is, I like. Uh, they said Carson Wentz is going to go, fuck, where did I say it? Where did they say he was going to go? Let me find it. Let's look it up, you motherfucker. Let's look it up. Where was that post? I don't know. This is probably, yeah, fuck it. I don't remember. You look it up. It's probably just bullshit clickbait anyways, but... Needless to say, there's nothing to report on the NFL. Album of the week, I went with Uprising by Bob Marley and the Wailers. Came out in 1980. I wasn't even alive when this came out. But I've had Redemption songs stuck in my head for the last 72 hours. That's all I sing in my head. I don't get it. It's a great song. It's a little depressing, I guess. But it's a great song. And um, I've been listening to this album cover to cover for the last, you know, four days. So... Check it out. Give it a listen. And I think that's all we got for you. We went through sports. We talked about fucking cookies and shit. So yeah, I, th- I think that's it. Thanks for checking out the podcast. Like, subscribe, all that good shit. Tell a friend. Tell a f- Actually, don't tell a family member because they'll be like, what is this podcast you listen to? And you tell them and I'm talking about, you know, assholes and... God knows what else. Like, you listen to what? <laughs> so maybe don't tell your family. But tell some friends if you want. Otherwise, you guys be safe out there. You guys be good humans. And I'll talk to you motherfuckers next week. Bye. Bye.